Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Love You, Becoming the King or Queen You Were Born to Be. I'm Danielle, the founder and creator of Love You, a platform that I created to help those like me who might struggle with body dysmorphic disorder or who have ever just struggled with their self-worth and need a reminder of just how amazing they truly are. So in this week's episode, I am still going to take a break from the Story of Me series and I'm going to tell you about the scariest day of my life, um, which actually happened this past week. Um, and when I tell you it was the scariest day of my life, I really truly, I, I do mean it. Um, and I also think it's a little fitting that it kind of goes along with the last week's video um, that you are enough and the same thing that I continue to tell you guys every single episode is that you will never be given more than you can handle. Um, and when you are faced with these challenges, that these are just lessons um, that we learn and we take away in, in the long run that we come out stronger. And I do very much believe in that. So this past week, getting on into the story, um, I was taking a day trip with my mom and we were driving. We were just going to go hang out at a park that's a little over an hour away from our house. And um, I was driving and I was totally fine. We were having a really good time. You know, we had stopped for food about halfway there. Um, we lost our original radio station. So we were searching through the stations and we found an 80s radio station. We were singing and dancing in our seats and just laughing and having a really good time and it was like um somebody flipped a switch or you know snapped their fingers and just like that I began to feel instantly very sick to my stomach um and I was really confused you know what had happened and I was thinking about the things that I had ate that day and um I am sensitive to like milk and dairy products and I was thinking that I did have a smoothie that morning and there was milk in it. Um, so I was kind of wondering, you know, maybe maybe that was it, but I wasn't really sure because, you know, where we had stopped, I didn't really eat anything out of the ordinary. Um, so, you know, I was driving and I just kept feeling more and more sick within the span of 15 minutes. And... I was on the thruway, and I had just gotten off of an exit, and we were not even um, half a mile away from where we were supposed to be, and I told my mom, like, I have to pull over, and I hopped out of the car, and I was very sick to my stomach. Um, it was, also, it didn't help that it was 90 degrees outside, um, and I was in the beating sun, but I just was so sick and I just apparently I don't even remember this I was on the side of the road for over an hour just very sick to my stomach and I remember just sitting down on the side of the road I wanted to curl up into a ball and I remember just looking up and I was like I said out loud like please God make it stop that there is nothing left and I couldn't understand why I was so sick my mom told me, you know, she kept wanting me to get in the car, you know, get out of the sun. And I just, I couldn't do it. So finally, you know, she had, you know, pretty much hauled me up off the ground and um, got me in the backseat of the car. And I was just laying down 
and I also remember like the engines of the car were just driving me nuts I was so sick you know constantly just like felt that awful urge um to be sick again and so finally you know she told me she was like you know you're going to be sick either way so she took me into the park um just so you know we could like get to like park bathrooms and you know just like stuff like that because we really were like in the middle of nowhere on the side of the road so you know she takes me into the park and after that I don't remember anything um I was really really out of it and I did actually end up passing out and luckily my mom was there to catch me when it happened but after that my mom didn't even know what to do and she was like okay enough is enough um at first you know she thought the same thing too like maybe it was the milk that was in the smoothie but at that point it really wasn't I was very out of it I was barely responding to her or anybody else who was around um so eventually we went to one of the main buildings in the park and somebody helped her get the park police um at that point because there is no cell service in this park the park police called an ambulance for me um so once the emts got there you know they got me onto the ambulance they were you know checking my vitals i was very dehydrated um and i was ultimately rushed to the nearest hospital um so you know getting to the hospital of course you know they do their poking and prodding with you know the whole nine yards and they take me in for a cat scan um and at this point i did start to come into it a little bit more i do start remembering some things um you know they were giving me tons and tons of, of fluid through an iv and um you know they were giving me medicine because i was in a lot of pain um but i do remember being very thirsty and they wouldn't let me have any water because they were taking me in for the cat scan and then after the cat scan i asked if i could finally have water and my doctor came out and told me that i know you're thirsty um, but unfortunately, I cannot give you water because you have appendicitis. Um, that was very scary to me. I have never had surgery before. So, I was freaking out a little bit. I will not lie to you. And I was very, very upset, but also at the same time almost relieved um, because back in the beginning of the year, I was having a lot of stomach pain and a lot of problems, and they were always, you know, misdiagnosing and, um, you know, not treating it right, and it was just a really big mess. So finally, it all kind of, you know, I had some closure, like I knew what was wrong finally, um, and, you know, my, like, mom did ask my surgeon, you know, could that have been the problem, like, way back then, and he did say that, yes, there is a very good chance that that is exactly what the problem was, um, but my appendix just wasn't ready to come out then, um, so I did end up getting rushed into emergency surgery and had an appendectomy. 
it was very, very scary for me. I was far away from home. Um, I couldn't see any of my other family members um, besides my mom. It was just me and her. Um, like I said, far away from home in a hospital that we are not um, familiar with. And we're in unfamiliar territory. It was, it was just very, it was very scary. Um, you know, and I start to have like flashbacks of things that happen to me every now and then. And I remember one of the main things happening was like my legs kept falling asleep. Um, and that has been something, you know, now that I think about it, you know, my legs still, I think it's more one of those like mind trick things, you know, that my legs will fall asleep and I do kind of freak out because I remember just my legs falling asleep and it being scary just because I couldn't feel my legs. I physically could not get any um, feeling back in them. So just like little things like that that are very scary to me. Um, But I am a firm believer, like I say, that everything happens for a reason. Um, And even though, you know, it was different you know we were not where I normally would have gone not the hospital that I would have normally have gone to um I am very glad that I ended up where I did the doctors and the nurses they were so so wonderful I had a great surgeon I had the best OR team who knew that I was very scared and you know I am very dramatic at times I am a very sarcastic person as well so they were very sarcastic with me you know I told them um, that I felt like I was something straight out of Grey's Anatomy because my day literally was something that you would see on that show it was just that crazy and you know they were like are you always that dramatic and just teasing me and it made me feel really good and I felt really comfortable with them and I knew that I was in good hands um you know my nurses after they were so great and so accommodating and the sweetest people that I have honestly ever met um even my EMTs came back to check on me you know to see how I was doing and it really just made me feel like I was where I was for a reason, you know, that God knew it was going to happen and everything does happen for a reason and he put me there and I truly believe that I got the best care there that I would have had over any other hospital and I was very scared, don't get me wrong, I was, um, And I was in a lot of pain. But that's where this all comes in. You know, I always say to you guys that God will never give you more than you can handle. And I truly believe that. And this was not more than I could handle because I am getting through it. And a week later, I'm starting to feel much better um, you know, I'm moving around a lot better. There are still still some things that I can't do yet, but I am feeling much better. And 
this was also a little um, nudge in the right direction for me. There was a lot of things that, you know, were slipping my mind, things that I needed to work on, that I needed to get a move on, that I had been kind of lazy about, you know, like, oh, I'll do it later, and later would come, and oh, you know, I keep pushing it back further and further, um, and it really opened my eyes to, okay, Danielle, like, it is time to get it done, and I want to share um, one of my favorite Bible verses with you, which will come in to be important in one second so it is first corinthians ten thirteen, and it is no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind and god is faithful he will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear but when you are tempted he will also provide you a way out so that you can endure it which pretty much is just telling us, and Paul says this to us, by the way, you know, God is faithful and he will not let you be tested beyond your strength, but with your testing, he will also provide you the way out so that you may be able to endure it. And like I said, that is 1 Corinthians ten thirteen, And over time, that promise has become abbreviated to God will never give you more than you can handle. Um, and I have, like many others, taken comfort into these words, obviously. I'm always saying it. And it comforts me to know that I know that God does not give me the loss and the pain and the grief. Um, but it is what makes me stronger. And he does not like to see me in pain. Um, but it's just what happens. You know, the loss and the grief and the pain... Those are all a part of the normal human life cycle. It doesn't matter whether you're a believer in God or not. You're still going to feel those. Um, and, you know, it is true. You know, being a soldier in God's kingdom, you do face those challenges. And... He gives the hardest and toughest battles to his strongest soldiers. So what I'm trying to tell you out of this is no matter what is thrown your way, um, whether it is being rushed into emergency surgery to get your appendix removed, um, whether, you know, as you lost your job or you didn't get into your dream school or no matter what it might be or you lost, you know, a friend or a family member, you will get through it. I promise you that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. You will get through it no matter how difficult it is. And you will get through it with him by your side. I think of the events that took place this past week. And I do feel um, it does It does make me upset a little bit. Like I said, it was very scary for me. So, um I almost feel like I have a little bit of PTSD from it. You know, I my legs fall asleep and I do, I freak out. Um, or just little feelings or thoughts that I had that day. And it just, I got through it all with God by my side. You know, before I went into, that day actually, let's talk about that day. 
driving, my mom and I were talking, um, you know, we were talking about, you know, God and the scripture, um, and just how I have been able to turn my life around, um, recently, and I have really started to further and deepen my relationship with the Lord, um, and, you know, how I do feel an urge to speak about it here because it is so important. He is so important to me. And I want, I don't only want you to know that. Obviously, I do want you to know how important he is to me. But I also want him to be important to you as well. Um, I know we were just talking about that, how I have come such a long way from where I was even a year ago today and you know that day like I said I had my mom and a great team of hospital staff but I also had God with me and that's most important you know I you know my mom and I prayed before I went into surgery um you know when they were wheeling me away into the OR I you know I looked up and I just said I know you've got me we've got this together and like I will get through it, but we will get through it as well. Um, It's just one more thing that really brought me closer to him, and I'm going to get emotional talking about it because he has done so many amazing things for me lately and given me so many signs, and, you know, as much as this needed to happen, um, you know, it was going to happen anyways, but it was also a push in the right direction, like I said, because it has made me realize the things that I need to get done. I need to start working on them, and it just has to happen. We all get those pushes and the nudges in the right directions in different ways as well, so I am definitely not saying that you need to get your appendix taken out to have that, you know, feeling, um, or just you know, that realization, like, okay, this is, you know, God telling me that I need to get a move on it. But it was also him telling me that I am meant to do the things that I have to get done. This past week would have been my week um, for nationals at my, you know, for my pageant, I am the USA National Miss New York Teen 2020, and I wouldn't have able to compete in any competitions. I wouldn't have been able to be in my interview. I wouldn't have been able to compete on stage, and I wouldn't have been there for crowning, and um, it's just one of those things I, just one of those things that, you know, it's like, no matter what the outcome is, I am meant to be there at nationals competing um and it just made me realize you know how lucky I am to have the things that I do have um and the opportunities that I have and can take full advantage of and I hope that this story makes you realize what those great opportunities are in your life and it makes you want to go out in the world and grab them and live them and live your life to the fullest 
and to never take anything for granted. I want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of Love You, Becoming the King or Queen You Were Born to Be. Um, Once again, I am Danielle, and I am always going to be here for you guys, and this is why I do what I do. I want to help people of all all you know all over the spectrum it doesn't matter who you are I want to be the light at the end of the tunnel for you and if I can help at least one person then I have done my job so I just want to thank you guys for just being there for me too because you guys have been so amazing um and so sweet and so supportive and yes i will see you guys all on the next episode and i hope that you guys have a great week and remember to say that you are enough you will always be enough and you have always been enough whenever you are starting to doubt that all right you guys i will see you all next week